0: You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteas. Christian Talk, Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to MC Exodus Podcast. And today's message is going to be entitled, Love. And I wanted to talk about how Apostle Paul wanted to describe love as being the greatest. So let's get right into verse 1 of this chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I could speak all the languages on earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clinging symbol, if I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that could move mountains, okay, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor, And even sacrificed my own body I could boast about it But if I didn't love others I would have gained nothing Now let's break that down Because there's a lot of people that have these gifts But don't have any love in their heart for other people And I'm going to be honest with you It's easy to fall into that Don't think that I'm above everybody or whatever because everyone struggles with the dislike of others. You know, that's just human nature. People get on your nerves, okay? People do you wrong and then you have a choice whether to forgive that person and love them or don't forgive that person And don't forgive them and and stay that way. Never talking to them again. And having hatred in your heart for them. And I'm going to be honest with you. Unforgiveness is a disease. It's a disease that eats you from the inside out. And eventually it even manifests into a physical disease called cancer. So when we're dealing with all of this. We got to get back to the book. We got to get back to the basics. We got to get back to this chapter. And let's start breaking this down. Let's start realizing what Apostle Paul was trying to talk about when he was writing the people of Corinth, when he was writing these letters. What was he talking about here? What is love? So let's go. Let's get some more right here. And let's take a look right here in verse 4. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not jealous, or boastful, or proud, or rude. Look at that. Now let's stop right there. Let's think about this for a minute. Love is patient. Love is kind. Hmm. So, when you're not patient, and you're not kind to others, well, then you you don't have love. There's not a a lot of love going on there. The Bible also describes love as God is love so with that being said love is patient and love is kind so God is patient God is kind God is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude yeah, that's interesting because he's not okay. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. So, when it, when it when the Bible says God is love, we can interpret it right here because he's, he, Apostle Paul is describing love. So we can say that God is not irritable. And he keeps no record of being wronged. That's right. You know, if you come to him with a repentant heart, I'm going to tell you what, man, you are forgiven. Now, does that give you an excuse to just, you know, be in the world all the time, doing worldly things, and then running back to God every time you get in trouble? Or, you know, hey, You know, I'm changing. God's pruning me. I'm walking with the Lord. I have this journey with God. I have faith that he's going to change me. I know that this is going to happen. I pray to him all the time about this. You know, this is the walk of a Christian. This is the walk of a follower of Christ. And being filled with love for others is part of it. Now, I'm going to tell you, you know, you're not going to understand why people do things to you all the time. You're not going to understand why people wrong you. Sometimes you you got to take a second back up and think about what what was going through that person's mind in order to forgive them. You know, and then in today's society, everybody teaches you not to trust. Do not trust others. Trust, trust, trust. You know, it's a big thing to earn these days because everybody is out to get me, you know, and I'm guilty of it myself. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, and and the Lord frees me from that. The Lord shows me, you know, trust in him to get you through these issues. Trust in him to make it right, to make it fair. You know, when you can't change someone, pray for them. You know, because God can in his timing. You know, we can't force people to change, but we can pray for them. We can pray that love will be filled in their hearts. You know, so, you know, keeping a record of being wronged. Okay? So, what? Holding a grudge. Keeping a record of this. What does that mean? Oh, he did me wrong 10 years ago. That's keeping a record. That's saying, I do not want to forgive him because he did this in 1965. You know what I mean? And that's not forgiving. That's holding them accountable for something that they forgot about. You see what I'm saying? So then you're like this. Well, I cannot forgive that person for this. I mean, it really hurt me. But that person forgot about it. They started living their lives. And you're the one holding on to it. You're the one that's that's letting it eat you up inside. You're the one that gets hurt every time you hear a person's name. You're the one every time you see them in a grocery store, whatever you hear someone talking about them. You get all upset. but they're not getting upset. They forgot about it. They moved on. and we have to as well. Now let's continue. Take a look right here. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. So love endures, but so does unforgiveness. So we got to balance this. You know, you're going to battle a lot of unforgiveness. You're going to battle keeping records of wrongs. You're going to battle these things. But we got to keep sight on the Lord. We got to keep sight on what he's about. Does God have wrath? Yes. Has he been known to burn cities down? Yes. Has he been known to flood the earth? Yes But that's not what he's doing all the time He's trying to bring people to his kingdom He wants people to get to heaven Because he loves them You know And it doesn't matter what you look like You know That's it's not the case Okay He loves those homeless people just as much as you he loves those people that that go to these rock concerts and do all these things. He loves those people just as much as you. You know, just because you wear nice clothes and and you buy a fancy Bible that costs a lot of money. I'm gonna tell you right now, just because you put Jesus pictures or or things on your wall that remind you of God, I'm gonna tell you he loves a person that doesn't have any of those things just as much as you so with that being said we should have the attitude of Christ Jesus and do the same thing people are gonna make mistakes people are gonna do things that you would be like what are you doing you know and um I'm gonna tell you I uh You know a lot of people don't understand me I I kind of grew up not having a lot of friends And um I had one friend growing up And he killed himself To be honest with you I even found him I found him dead Um It was a horrific sight It's something I don't really talk about In all my podcasts um, Or my videos But it's getting that time of year again He did it in the month of December Right after Christmas and uh, You know It is what it is Um, Is he in heaven? I have no idea Was he saved before he Took his last breath? I have no idea You know I found the aftermath I found what the devil Left him with Was he riddled with the spirit of suicide? Yes he was Could I have loved him more? Yes I could have Could love have changed the outcome Of this? Yes it could have And you gotta remember people You know when you're running around hating everyone And you're running around judging everyone It might be the last time you see them. It just might be the last time that you had to give them love. Let's continue. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things Now we see things Imperfectly Like puzzling reflections In a mirror But then We will see everything with perfect clarity All that I know Now is partial and incomplete But then I will know everything completely Just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, love, and the greatest of these is love. I wanted to share that chapter with you because sometimes, and we've all heard this chapter, come on Christians, come on saints, we've all heard that chapter how many times did your local pastor preached that chapter? but how many times have we really sat down and broke it down, man? You know if we don't got any love in our heart, we're useless. It's what the Bible says it says it right there we are useless. I don't like being called useless. I like being called useful. So, brothers and sisters, what are we doing? What are we doing running around hating on everyone just like all these worldly people? What are we doing? You know, I fall in the trap myself. There's traps everywhere. Bear traps everywhere laid out. Laid out for us to step in every single day. How many times are we walking with the Lord, man? How many times we, we prayed up and to where we can actually see these these bear traps Ready to clamp on our ankles. Many times. You know. And the devil's got his workers. Believe me. They come around. They drop a bomb. And then they leave. And you're sitting there picking up all the shrapnel. You're sitting there picking up all the devastation. And. We have a choice. We have a choice. To do the Lord wants us to do and that's forgive and love or we can uh, be like every other worldly person and it is extremely difficult, trust me but you know God is there to get us through it He's there to show us if we would just reach out our hand, if we would just open up our Bibles the message is clear you know, and I do say a lot about church because I've seen a lot of mistakes. But you know what? Church is good. It's good because you can develop relationships with people. It's good because at that moment you might you might run into someone, a new believer that came in, right? You know, things like that are exciting and you can find peace there. You know, when you're struggling with something or something's bugging you, go to church, get into a worship song and just sit there and praise. Believe me, you'll come out feeling better. But just understand the difference. Being a Christian isn't just going to church. It is who you are And it's hard to understand It's hard to decipher the two Because the society that we live in Ingrains in us that our jobs Are who we are But that's not the case That's just a job that pays the bills And so many of us Fall into this trap That that's who we are that's who will always be you know you were who you were before you got that job and you're gonna be who you are after you retire from that job so just understand that that's not who you are you know I I talked to a lot of veterans and I'm going to share this because it's true. There's a lot of veterans out there that struggle with this. I personally was not a veteran. I didn't go to war. I had a chance to join the Marines. My grandfather and uncle were highly decorated Marines. My father was a staff sergeant in the United States Air Force. But I have to tell you, I never had a desire to do that. And I know now why, because this is who I am. But I wanted to tell you that soldiers seem to struggle with the amount of people that they've killed. I've noticed that, and it's always the same story and they carry it. They carry that burden with them. And if you are a soldier out there listening to me, a veteran or a current soldier, let me me tell you this. Give it to the foot of the cross. Give it to God, man. You don't need to carry that, brothers, sisters. You don't need to carry that burden. Because Jesus died so that you could give that burden to him. You know, if you were listening to your commanding officer and you had to do what you had to do, the Lord will honor that. So just understand being a soldier is not who you are, you are you. And that was a job. And that job will end, whether it's on the battlefield or whether it's out here in society's battlefield. And war continues even when it's over. When you go home and you start to live your life, you don't even know how to live it. Because it's instilled in you that that's who you are. But if you ever want to know who you are, ask God to show you. Till my next episode. God bless you.